Excuse me, I just farted a little bit. Hello, welcome to the Zeitgeist Podcast. I'm uh, Nick. I'm Greg. Sorry, I'm, I forgot to say my name. No, it's actually, it's this chair though. This chair sounds like, just like, makes constant fart noises. Yes, the chair. Anyway, I don't think they can hear it, but... Maybe I'll, I'll, I'll crank it up so people can hear you farting. Yeah, yeah. You know what? That's what we'll do next episode. Just a whole episode of fart sounds, uh, both real and, and Welcome to the from the leather chair. Fart channel. Oh my gosh. Hey, actually, that's a great segue <laughs> that you just gave me that... Uh, Please don't tell me your conspiracy about ASMR. It's not about ASMR directly, no. Um, but it relates to ASMR. Sort of. In a very, like, uh, like loose, a loose relation... It's, you'll see. So, just so you guys are clear, this is another episode of Mind Sweeper. Uh, last time I talked about we should we should have some kind of like theme song for that. That would that would be welcome be cool. to the Mind Sweeper. It's full of minds and numbers. Yeah, exactly. But it's M I N D Sweeper. So we're sweeping your minds of things that you might have thought were true. <laughs> we're sweeping your minds of things that you might have thought were true. <laughs> that was my dog. Uh, that, yeah, that was a dog. Uh, but actually are not. So uh, last time I did this, I talked about the government and how they can and will kill you without being detected. And then if the whole world were to end, they'd protect themselves before they protect you. What's new? Yep. That's the government. Um, Gotta love them. <laughs> so, yeah. So this this time it's not going to be about the government again, although I might at some point do more on that. Um if you remember last time I asked you, you know, what did you want to hear? Do you want to hear about the government? Do you want to hear about the internet? You chose government. Um, this time I'm not giving you a choice because the other option was the internet. So we're going to talk a little bit about the internet. I love the internet. The internet's this great. The show's on the internet. This, this, yeah, this podcast is on the internet. This yeah. would not exist if not for the internet. And in fact, I'd, I'd be willing to wager that our entire personality, our our gener like our generation and like our individual personalities, the knowledge we have would be very, very different if we did not grow up with the internet. I agree. I would say that it really it, it helped to form how each of us is as a person and how we have like the outlook we have on the world and um we have you know, this weird anxiety. Yeah, yes. Cause we have this as most millennials, we have this weird We've had, we have this weird, we grew up in the, like the transition period. Like right. we were born kind of when there wasn't an internet, but we grew up when the internet was like starting. Right. So we got to see it from like beginning to now. Yeah. So we say, got to live without all the internet stuff for a little bit, depending on how old you are. Right. And like, well, the oldest millennials, the oldest millennials are from born in the eighties. So they kind of saw it come about the youngest millennials were born in 95 it was pretty much already there. So um, I've heard millennials go up to 2000. I, I thought it stopped. I thought it capped to 95 and then it was um, Generation Z after that. Is it? Because I've, yeah. I've heard conflicting details about it. Well, I think I think with every generation you have like you have those that are firmly in the middle of the generation. You have those that are early in the gen or let's say you have those firmly in the middle of the generation. Then you have those on either end that have some of some carryover from the previous generation. So you've got those transitional periods. So okay. there's those that are like kind of Generation Z, kind of millennials. So like people that now would be 23 would be Generation Z, right? Okay. If, if 95 is the cutoff, we're just, we'll just say it is. But they're a lot more like millennials than they are like the, the 
middle of the generation, Generation Z. You know, the kids that are just now turning 17, 18. I guess you got a point there. Yeah. So, okay. so I mean, 95 makes sense. So. Yeah. So, and actually th- there's an interesting, um, this is, this is free. It's not, a, I wasn't planning on talking about this, but here you go. You got to charge them. Um, 10 right? bucks, please. There, there was some interesting um, Venmo me. research that was done uh, by a psychologist about, you know how there are like stages of childhood, right? Like you've got, you know, um, you've got infancy and then you've got the, Toddler years, early adolescence, late adolescence, teenage, whatever. Uh, those actually, those stages don't stop once you reach adulthood. It's not, it's not like you go infancy, you know, five or six different stages, and then adulthood is just one big open lake of adulthood. There are actually stages of adulthood as well that have transition and, and uh, impact on how you see the world and impact on how you relate to others depending on what stage of adulthood they're in. So um, you could say like if you're in your early 20s, or up to mid twenties, probably you could say early adulthood, right? Um, if you are in your thirties, uh, to forties, you know, you could say that's just, that's probably still early adulthood. Actually, let's say forties to fifties is mid adulthood and so on and so forth. And so what's interesting is that if you are in a similar, and, and of course there like, there are some things that throw rent a wrench in all of that because, you know, you might be 20 years old, uh, but you have a child, right? Having a child puts you in a very different situation than other 20 year olds that don't have children. You know what I mean? Um, I'm saying this knowing that Nick has a, has an almost, or yeah, she's about to be one, right? Yeah. Yeah. One year old daughter. So that puts him in a different situation, not necessarily a different, I almost said different tax bracket. Um, well, it does kind of, kind of, kind of, but, uh, but yeah, so the way that you like work with people that are in different stages of adulthood with you, um, that, cause that could be someone like who's 18 you know, technically an adult versus someone who's like 27. It's about a 10 year gap is like, is where you reach this point. So, um, within five years, you can consider that person a peer, you know? So if you and I are like five years or less apart in age, we see, we see each other pretty equally up to 10 years, but more than five years, you see that person as almost like a, like an older sibling motif. You know, you see them as like, like, you know, if I, for me, that would be someone who's like, let's say they're like 35, 36, something like that. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd be like, okay, that's like, I'd see them as an older sibling. In fact, my older brother is in his 30s, and so that's just kind of how it is. If it's more than 10 years, then it's someone that you see as as an elder, right? So you don't really see them as a peer at all. Kind of like um, like to an 18-year-old, someone who's someone who's 27 or 28, super cool, right? Like they think like, oh, man, that, that person's awesome. He's in his 20s. They're so cool. They're an adult, whatever. To someone who's 18, someone who's 38, not nearly as cool right yeah that's like that's they, that's they, just my dad exactly like, they see them as more of a parent and so it's they, they're even further removed as a peer um so i just thought it was interesting and so you see these transitional periods in between generations and transitional periods in between uh different stages of, of your life where you know you might be kind of one foot in each camp you know so you might be a millennial who's got a foot in the generation z camp you might be firmly millennial might be firmly generation z and then Whatever the heck we're calling this next generation, who knows? Um, I don't even think we need to call them anything yet because it's it's still within the Generation C time frame. But I don't know. It's been it's almost twenty twenty. So Generation lit. Generation lit, man. Generation double Z. Generation four twenty. Blaze it, bro. I love Generation four twenty. The Generation four twenty. Generation sixty nine. Nice. Nice. <laughs> And it's just like babies with sunglasses on, like, you know, at the hospital, wow. they give everyone their little sunglasses and they're just like, nice. I don't know when I first thought you're like, yeah, whenever you age, 
you also have more stages. You have more stages. You continue. It's like, oh, like Benjamin Button. You just start, no. going, you just start going backwards. Yeah, you get you get to a certain point where you're like, nope, we went too far. Let's go back. And you just go all the way back. Start aging beginning. back. Aging all back. the way back. Um, so here's here's the uh, the the mind. Oh, yeah, I think it's picking up the dog, isn't it? Yeah, we'll we'll wait a sec. Let's kill her. I don't mean that. I don't mean that. No, I want to kill her. <laughs> it's your dog. You can do whatever you want, right? Just ask Michael Vick. Oh my God, that, well, he killed him. That's topical. It's in the news. I can I can say that. It's the news Zygon. from like ten years ago. No, it's currently in the news because they're what? Yeah, everyone's talking about Michael Vick right now. What? Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember why. I think they like have like a retrial or something. I don't know. Anyway, um, they brought the dogs in to testify. <laughs> <laughs> no, sadly, uh, no, they couldn't do okay, that. Okay, that was bad. That was yeah. in bad taste. I'm sorry. Poor okay. taste, Nick. Anyway. Mine was in poor taste, too. Get onto your Minesweeper. We've wasted too much time. Sweeper. It's wasted too much time. So, internet. This whole thing came about because we talked about the internet, right? And how the internet is a place that can really shape opinion. And uh, while that can be positive, it can also be negative. Uh, and oftentimes can be used to manipulate people. And a recent case of this, which I'm sure a lot of you remember, particularly those of you who have children uh, who were watching YouTube videos at the time, which is like anyone who has children. Yep. You probably remember when it was it was going around town, going around uh, Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and everything. This photo of a scary looking woman called Momo. Oh, my God. Yes. Everyone remembers Momo, right? <laughs> because Momo would appear in children's videos that the algorithm wouldn't catch and tell children to do scary, frightening things like, hey, go grab a knife and cut your wrist. Something fun will happen. You know, stuff like that. Or uh, make sure you turn the burners on when your parents are asleep. You know, that kind of thing. Like turn the gas on on the stove. Okay, I didn't know that. That that was what people were saying. Like Momo was telling kids to kill themselves or their parents and showing up in videos and stuff like that. It caused a big hubbub. Everyone's freaking out. Everyone's like, oh, no, we've oh, yeah. got to do something about like, this. Like, I knew about the whole Momo craze yeah. for a while. but like, Yeah, it's like, you know, that, that was the whole thing. That was what was so scary about it. Like, like we're, we're fearing for our children's safety here. we got to do something about it. So eventually, as all things on the Internet, Momo died down. Here's the thing. Momo was never even a thing to begin with. I'm saying this as a fact. There were not... A, like Momo videos out on Facebook or I mean on YouTube that people would just stumble across and have Momo appear in the middle of the video. Didn't happen. All a myth. You want to know what really happened? Someone found a scary picture and then they just ran with it. Pretty much because that's the internet. Here's what really happened. It just memed itself. It, it Yeah, it memed itself and that's kind of how it died down because as, as memes do, memes die down. So um, I'm going to go ahead and show you the picture just because I've had to look at it. So now yeah, you have to look I've, at it too. I've seen it a lot. Yeah, it's it's, it's creepy. It's unsettling. It's um, gotten to the point where I've seen it enough times to where I'm very desensitized to it now. It like, doesn't it bother doesn't, me as much as it used to. I get used to be like, ugh, but now I've seen it so many times. I'm like, huh. And now I know what it, because I know what Momo actually is, which I'll tell right. you. No, I, I'm, unless I was gonna, you found it out. Yeah, no, right? I was going to bring that up. Okay. Did, what, was it the last time that we talked about, uh, or maybe a couple times ago we talked about the Uncanny Valley? Yeah. That's what makes Momo so so... Gosh dang scary is that it's like it looks like a human with very exaggerated features. Um, and there's a reason for that, too. The reason her mouth is so like her smile is so upturned and and sharp to a point. It's like is a, because it's actually a sculpture that was created by I'm finding the name. Hold on. I'm sorry. There we go. It's a sculpture called Mother Bird 
that was created by Kaisuke Isawa for the Japanese special vice company Link Factory. And it was on display at Tokyo's horror art gallery called Vanilla Gallery uh, back in 2016. And so some people naturally took photos of this very disturbing mother bird sculpture. And when you see when you see Momo shared online, it's usually just like a shoulders up or head up thing, right? You see the whole sculpture. It's actually, you know, a face of a human with with kind of a bird like the mouth is supposed to resemble a beak and it actually has bird feet and an egg. See, the when I saw the full sculpture, it was more disturbing. It is honestly. a little more disturbing. Like, that's a bird with a human head. That's yeah, weird. Like, it's a little more disturbing. Because like you assume it's got like maybe like a weird, like lanky body. Like mm-hmm. that's the first thing I thought, like a woman with like very, very, very skinny, like bony and yeah. extra like long and arms and legs. Like, you know, the kind of like the grudge kind of looking body. Right. Which but like when you see like, oh, oh, it's this creepy face and a bird, buddy. It's, it's very yeah. weird. It's weird. It's weird. But most people didn't even see the full sculpture. They just saw Momo and thought, oh, my kids are in danger. Here's the thing, though. And this this kind of this kind of surprised me a little bit. So this was all a big craze earlier this year. Right. You know, like January, right. February of 2019. Um, but the Internet has a short memory because Hell yeah. be- because the quote unquote Momo challenge oh, didn't right. first arise this year. It actually happened the first time last year. So what happened was that last year um, there was, there was a, a, the same photo was going around. It was the same dang sculpture. And it was told to parents like local police were telling parents like, Hey, watch out for this uh, because teens were using WhatsApp and it was uh, it was supposedly back then it was being spread through WhatsApp and tell you know the same stuff telling kids to kill their parents or do drugs or you know steal cars you know just live a rad lifestyle litter on the floor I'm making this sound way too cool you know it's not that cool actually it was it was like kill your parents or whatever throw it on the ground yeah, throw it on the ground um, don't do so your homework don't even do your homework so really I mean it was last summer summer of 2018 is when it first popped up. And then people forgot about it, and then it became a thing again in the, at the beginning of this year. So like half a year, six months is all it took for people to forget that it happened the first time, right? And they thought it was all brand new. Um, and so rumors would spread, and it, was, it got to the point where, you know, everybody was talking about it. It was like, protect your kids. Like I said, school districts, police forces, um, even celebrities would, would tweet and say like, hey, watch out for these videos. You know, make sure you're checking your kids' YouTube videos because sometimes these things pop up and it's scary it's damaging to kids and blah 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 none of the videos on kids youtube featured momo none of them they weren't there they did not exist what we were seeing were superimposed images over things like you know whatever is popular for kids at the time what was a popular kids show at the time this year i guess i should know but i mean I'm not, my daughter's not super into all the kid shows. Your yet. daughter's not even once. So yeah. So she can't, I don't know what the kid shows are. I mean, like, I guess I, I know like Frozen, Spider-Man, uh, but like, Paw Patrol. like what, what people will watch on YouTube. Cause kids watch weird stuff on YouTube. So like they would, you like, don't even know. Like I could, I un- could, unboxing videos that take forever. You don't kids even love, you don't even know the crazy stuff that. I mean, if this is going to be a Minesweeper episode, I could talk about the consp- this. I mean, because this stuff is true as well about how yeah, that's what's uh, about. messed up you YouTube kids is. And I was going to get into that too. I'm going to let you take that though. I know. Uh, when we, I know. Because you know more about it. But okay. 
So what I was gonna, where I was going eventually with this, and I'll, I'll circle back. But Momo's not real, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't be worried about kids' YouTube. Is what I'm, what I'm saying, because there are still very disturbing things that make it through the algorithm. But Momo wasn't real, and it was passed around, and everybody freaked out. And basically, the idea was, if I can protect my kid from Momo, then I feel like I've succeeded as a parent because I can protect them from something. That does not mean they were protecting their kid from everything that was happening on the internet, everything that's still happening on the internet. But what was happening is on Facebook or, or wherever, people that, I guess on the internet you'd call them trolls, um, would go in there and they would post superimposed images of Momo's head in videos. You know, just popping out of the corner of the, of the bottom right corner of the screen, bottom left corner of the screen, maybe just showing up in the middle with spirals behind it, like a... Um, like, ooh, hypnotize. Yeah, yeah like it's going to hypnotize the kids or whatever. Like these were just, most of the time it was just photos. Of course, as it started to gain traction, the trolls are like, that's hilarious. Let's make some actual videos that feature Momo and let's give it a creepy high-pitched voice. You can find these. If you look for these, you can find videos that have Momo telling kids to do like awful stuff, right? With this creepy voice and all that stuff. Those videos were made after the fact and those videos were made specifically to keep this thing going, to perpetuate the myth that Momo was infiltrating your kids' YouTube videos, right? Um, and YouTube had a whole thing about it. They're like, there aren't, there is no Momo. Of course, people were all freaking out and they're like, we got to do something about Momo. Didn't really happen. So if you were one of those people that thought like, oh man, I'm worried about Momo, uh, you needn't be. But here's what you should worry about. I'm going to pass it over to Nick to tell you about what really goes on on kids' YouTube. Well, or YouTube, YouTube kids. Sorry. It's not, I mean, don't get me wrong. Kids' YouTube, there are a lot of good kids' channels out there. Like, there's one that I highly recommend for any, like, newborn or toddler. Super simple songs. They are fantastic. My daughter is obsessed with them. Like, literally, they just make literally what they what they say. Super simple nursery rhyme songs that Oh, teach. wait, that's the name of the channel, Super Simple Songs? Yep. That's great. I like that. Yeah, they're very... Uh, wholesome. The people that started that actually started um, a online um, homeschool program uh, called like can't. What's it called? Con like con schooling or something. It was something that it's so very, like Khan Academy. But no, it is Khan Academy. Oh, it is Khan yeah, Academy. Yeah, they started okay. Khan Academy. What really? Yeah. Oh wow, that's interesting. Yeah, they made their money from Super Simple Songs way back in like 2008. They're still running the, the Khan channel. Academy helped me in college, man. It's not just for homeschoolers. I'm telling you. Yeah, they. You can learn well, a lot that's of stuff why I wasn't there. sure what it was exactly, but yeah, I just know someone who was homeschooled did their schooling through that, so they started that that whole thing. So they're great, but the thing about it is, people know. Well, the thing is, if you look at any kids' uh, video on YouTube, they you're gonna hate me for saying this. Look at Baby Shark. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah. Do you know how many views Baby Shark has? It's got to be like uh, 400 million. I don't even know. Try 3 billion. 3 billion? Billion. I didn't it know is, any videos had billions of views. It is one of the few videos that have over a billion views. Because. What are they making royalties off of Baby Shark, man? Oh, they got merch everywhere, uh, man. So the thing is, the reason why so many people get in on kid stuff is because kids sit there and loop and rewatch and rewatch and rewatch. My daughter has rewatched the same compilation of stuff that they have. Like she'll watch them like 10 times a day, like the same thing, like 10 times a day. Like I'm not saying she does that, but like if like she's being, if it's like a bad day, she's not feeling good and we'll just like throw on the TV or something. She'll re she'll like to watch the same one because it's familiar. It feels comforting to, to watch something that, 
kids understand and they know this like, oh, I know this. I'm yeah. going to rewatch it because I like this. So kids rewatch kid stuff constantly. Hmm. So the, so people are like, I got to get in on this. Yeah. And so people will money. make videos that are very appealing for kids to watch. So they will make stuff very SEO towards things that'll catch kids eye. So what was yeah. very popular a couple, like a year or two ago was Spider-Man and Elsa. Yep. And so, and also kids with developing minds are also very curious. Oh, of course. So whenever like you're told like, Hey, don't look at that. Don't touch that. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not good. Like if you see a video relating to that subject, like, or something you think like you don't understand, they're going to be more inclined to watch it if their parents aren't around because they're curious because right. kids are very curious. Yeah. They're like, well, what, what don't they want me to know? You know, what's going on in this world? This so he, crazy world I was just thrown into. Exactly. So here's the thing. So stuff that kept showing up all the time for kids and that they would watch would be like Spider-Man gets Elsa pregnant or oh. Spider-Man, uh, removing uh glass shards from elsa's foot like it's really weird stuff see actually i, I was going to talk about that i, I wasn't going to go spider-man i was going to talk about peppa pig though man oh, peppa the pig stuff too. that makes it through the algorithm peppa pig drinking bleach peppa pig eating her father these are real things that are on youtube kids because the algorithm doesn't catch them you know well so this is very relevant, but YouTube actually got hit with a huge lawsuit for this stuff. Did they? Because there are a lot of channels out there that make this content just to be revenue generating. And it's very bad and not good for kids to see. Yeah. It's very disturbing even for adults to watch. So, and I wonder how but, much of it is made by bots and like probably a lot, but the thing like, is like, you know, so YouTube got sued for not better monitoring that stuff. And so there's this thing called COPA. Um, it's like the, it's something to per, that I can't remember the um, acronym name, but it's by the FTC and it's to protect the rights of children. Right. And it doesn't exactly relate to YouTube kids, but it's basically like YouTube isn't allowed to collect data from anyone under the age of 13 because they can't legally give consent to do that. Yeah. So I, basically I think like that's great. in kids videos, if it's a kid's video and they're getting ads in a YouTube video and they think like you're not allowed to collect data for that. And so like it's, they got hit with a huge lawsuit. So now, mm. and this has, it's, it's, it's good and it's bad because it hurts a lot of creators because now you have to mark your video child friendly or not in your settings. And mm. if you mark it as not child friendly, then you're safe. Then it's not going to direct any ads to kids and it's not going to show up on YouTube kids. But right. the thing is like, say you're a channel, like an adult, like doing like make, like purposely making fun of a kid's show for adults. Like, mm-hmm. like how I, on my channel, I wanted to make a video making fun of Thomas the train, but I didn't, oh, well, yeah. I don't want to now because well I can, but the thing is like, if I were to mark that video f- safe for kids, I c- and I lied about that. I could get hit with a $42,000 fine. Oh, that's a big fine. Yeah. So luckily it's not good for channels that are dedicated, like legit channels that are dedicated to doing that kind of stuff. And like actually like being like a, and actually being okay for kids to watch like a little bit older kids, but it's also good for like weeding out those like malicious channels, those bot channels that are making really bad stuff. Like it's good because it's going to, 
they're going to stop getting ridiculous amounts of revenue for stuff they don't deserve and being bad content for kids because they make just that random crap like Spider-Man and Elsa pregnant. It was one of like the top results like in 2017 for kids to search because (laughs) kids are curious about that stuff and they're two of the most iconic characters. I know, but that's like, that's going to really mess up some kids, man. I know, but people make that stuff. They just look what's trending in kids. Oh, um, farting, Frozen and I don't know, Peppa Pig. So let's just make a video shoving all that stuff together and we'll make 10 million views and even make money off that. Even if it's like not, like even if there's no quality exactly. to the video at all. Like they'll just know kids will click on it. Hmm. They just want something that kids will click on. And even if it is poorly made and only a few minutes long, they don't care. Man, YouTube is so different from 10 years ago when we first started on YouTube. Oh my God. 2009 when we first started. Oh, no kidding. YouTube and- is. It's so different now. Monetization wasn't even a thing back then. It was just like people just shared videos because they wanted to. Like it was a hobby. Well, that was the know? whole point was YouTube was made for people to share videos. Yeah. Love like, hey, I've filmed this cool thing. I want to show my aunt. So I'm going to upload yeah. to YouTube and then send her the YouTube link. Yeah. And we, I mean, we, we just, we had fun. I, I had a great time on YouTube and, uh, I don't think I would have so much fun making YouTube videos now. That's probably why I stopped. Well, Not probably why. I know why I stopped. It's but. still, it's fine to make YouTube videos if you want to make them. Like for me, I don't make a living off YouTube, but I still love making videos and putting them out there because it's only bad if you're make, if your livelihood is through YouTube. I guess it's that's a true. very, very slippery career path. Yeah, I guess that's true. Is that this, why, is that why, um, Logan Paul's trying to get into UFC, even though he has no like business yeah. being there. Because because he just like well, well he's like well, I screwed fall, up YouTube so bad. I if you fall out of relevancy new. for even like a day, you could lose like he was probably making a ton. And if yeah. you fall out of relevancy, then there goes like a huge majority of your income. Yeah, that's true. Like that's why a lot of people say like if you're making a living through YouTube. If, if that's how you start, you need to branch out and do like merch or you get a Patreon. Get, yeah, you have to diversify. Yeah. Otherwise, it's YouTube is not a sustainable like lifestyle anymore. No. As YouTube alone. Like, yeah, you, if you make a start in YouTube, make I always say I always I I mean, I don't make a living in YouTube, but I've seen the rise and fall of these people. Like mm-hmm. if you are make if you started and you're starting to make a living on YouTube, you just have to branch out into other revenues of income. Yeah. Uh, you have to, you basically, you have to sell merch and basically you have to get a Patreon in order to stay alive because YouTube could hit you with so many problems. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's different. There are better ways to make a living and, and have fun with what you do uh, like this podcast. So please support us. Yeah. So no, I, I, we don't make a living out of this, but no, uh, but it's fine. But I wouldn't did that be cool. But oh, um, with our provider Pinecast, Um, we now have access to a thing called a tip jar where people can go to our page and leave us a tip for however much they would like. Oh yeah. If you want to leave us a tip, if you learned anything, uh, at any point in this podcast, or even if we just got you thinking and you're like, you know what, this is something I didn't have before, but now I do. Thank you, Zyke guys. You can leave us a tip. That'd be much appreciated. And it's not like a monthly thing. It's literally a one-time thing. If any amount, kindness of your heart. And let me just say, we have zero expectation. Yeah, we really do. Like, this honestly, is just for fun. I will. N- I, I'm not. I'm not sitting here just like. I'm not going to give you that guilt trip of like. Well, you know, if I I can't keep making podcasts for you guys if I don't have the money to do it, you know, that's. And I'm I'm good. I've got a real job, so uh, I have zero expectations. 
uh, board throwing that out there just for kicks. So give me money, right? So here, I mean, I guess we can just kind of wrap it up. But the the general basis is um, don't read in too much of to the hype of things like Momo or any of those things that like the local news is saying. Like you got to watch out. You know, it's 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 the equivalent. It's the modern day equivalent of like there's razor blades in the apples for Halloween. You know that kind of thing. I've always wondered how do you fit a razor blade in an apple well, without you just, noticing? You just shove it in. You just you know push it into you the got apple. experience in that man. Well, no, but I mean, I, I can imagine that it's put not too hard. No, I don't think it's too hard to put a razor blade in an apple. I've always just like. Well, I mean, I, wait, actually, wait, you don't put, how do you shave your face if you don't put razor blades in apples? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What's, what's your secret, man? I like to take bites and then get to the surprise razor. Yeah, exactly. No, that, I mean, that's, that's the only way to shave your face, you know, like you, you can get your beard, but if you got it, how are you going to shave inside your mouth if you don't put a razor blade in the apple? True. Yeah. True. I mean, all you guys are just walking around with, with hair on the roofs of your mouths. Gross. Yeah, I, just, I love my fur tongue. Yeah, I can't, I can't, I can't part without it. I, 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 I... see you next time. <laughs> okay, but anyway, no, I, I do, I do want to wrap up. So, um, don't, don't put too much stock in that stuff when you see it on Facebook. But at the same time, just. Keep a keep a general watchful eye of what your kids are watching on YouTube because there's a lot of stuff out yes. there they don't need to be seeing. That is very um, true. Questions are going to come up that you're not prepared to um, answer, like a four year old being like, "Hey, how did Spider Man get Elsa pregnant?" You're four years old. You don't need to know that yet. You know what I mean? So uh, I, all I know is that I don't have kids yet. Uh, got one on the way. You're not gonna post this until later, so it's fine. Uh, so I'm worried about that. What the future's gonna look like, but. You know, just just everyone just be careful out there. That's all. All right. So wise words from Senior Greg. Yes. Um, and with that, we bid you farewell and good morrow and, and good night. And good night. Goodbye. Sleep tight. Good night. <laughs>